What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got? Well, here's an interesting one. Former MLB All-Star Yasiel Puig has found himself in some legal trouble. The ex-Dodgers outfielder agreed to plead guilty to lying to the feds during their investigation of an illegal gambling ring. So he most recently played for Cleveland Cleveland in 2019 and currently plays for the (laughs) Kiwoom Heroes in the KBO League. Well, he admitted to placing sports bets with an illegal gambling business and racking up almost $300,000 in losses within a few months. He also admitted to lying to agents when they first started investigating the former minor league pitcher who recruited several former MLB players to work with him as bookies. The illegal operation took bets from multiple active players in addition to Puig. So probably not the only guy that's going to get in trouble for this, but yeah, could be could face up to like five years, I guess, in prison. Crazy. Wow, that sucks. Why do you admit that? Uh, well, they caught him, and yeah, so I mean he, that's usually the the the, the situation. He, there. He no, but to, I like, mean, first he lied, though, right? Yes, and then they found out he lied. Oh man! So then now he had really to take screwed. a plea deal and agree to plead guilty for lesser charges. Oh, because you know, once you've started the lie, you either got to take the lie all the way, or you got to get out of it early enough. Well, Sounds like you, you got know. out of it early enough. You would know. Well, no, I mean, I'll give you examples. I mean, like Pete Rose, for instance. You know, Pete Rose lied and lied and lied forever. Until he needed to sell a book, and then he was like, okay, all right, I did it. Here, I need to sell a book. I'll tell you the story. Or like Lance Armstrong. Lance Armstrong lied forever. I didn't do any blood doping. I'd... And then when he needed to sell a book, he's like, okay, all right, you guys knew I was doing it. I need to sell a book. So with Yasiel Pui, you got you to either lie till the very end, or you got to find a graceful way to get out of this lie. Sounds like uh, the plea works for him. I'm curious to know if his plea deal includes him like, ratting out any other current players because it said there's a lot of current or active players that were caught here so i want to know like who else well, I mean, if he I says if he we'll says your name, maybe he's lying we'll find out i don't think there's any question we'll find out at some point or another so that is what you need to know that stinks i know uh, dodgers all, fans still love him all around that stinks all around uh for everyone involved that's what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. All right. So we're going to do role play real quick before we get to the Chargers and Niners. All right. So I have to be Rob Palinka, which, by the way, I, I like the way he wears Rob. his. I, I like the way he wears his T-shirt with his sport coat. I may get into that look a little bit. Yeah, I feel like that's so you. I ha- well, it hasn't been me. Rachel's been pushing me to try and go for that look. <laughs> but I haven't done it, Rachel. Yeah, but I haven't done the look. You know, you've got the sport coat. Haven't done it. You've got the look. You've got the look. So. All right, Cappy, go ahead. Be uh, be Rob. Because um, okay. oh, because you said you said something. What were you? What well, was the what, last say, what you were saying is is that, that the report says LeBron's not happy. Doesn't want them to stand pat. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and then well, you said, well, no, I think I you know the team is best suited if we just sit it out and don't trade the assets. So that's when I said you wanted to be if you want to role play, and you can be Rob. So go ahead, be Rob. Now I'm going to come to you. Ready? All right. Yep. I'm LeBron. Okay. Go ahead. Hey, Rob, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, LeBron? How are you? Do you mind if I call you LeBron? Is that okay? Sure. Why wouldn't it be okay? Well, I just want to make sure you didn't want me to call you Mr. James or the King. I mean, either one is fine, too. Okay. I mean, Do you need me fine. to bend the knee in advance of this conversation, uh, King? Don't even know what that means, but okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Gotcha. So, gotcha. anyhow. Yes. Uh, so... Uh, what can you know, I do for you, look, LeBron? What can I do uh, to make you happy? I, I, you know, I, I signed the extension here with the hopes of us trying to win another championship. It's not really? looking like the roster we built here, uh, and I'll use we uh, together here because we're all Thank a team. You. Appreciate um, that. You know, is uh, is working out great. I mm-hmm. think 
you know, in other stops uh, where I've been and the roster hasn't worked out so great early on, um, you know, like I was in Cleveland that one year with like Jay Crowder and Derrick Rose and a bunch of guys and D-Wade, you know, D-Wade was like one of my best friends. And then we just kind of traded everybody. And then we, uh, we got a whole new roster and we ended up going to the finals. So like, I, I feel like it's been done before. And we did that with Colby Altman. Uh, and he was very young at the time. You, you know, you're more seasoned. I feel like, uh, you know, we can do this and uh, we can kind of retool this roster and uh, let's not stand pat and let's, let's go, you know? Okay, so LeBron, let me ask you to put your general manager's hat on for a moment because I know you, you can probably get yourself into that, that pretty easily, right? So, What's that supposed to mean? Well, it just means that you are a guy who has very strong opinions when it comes to construction yeah. of a roster, right? Sure. Yeah. Okay, so, so you Been tell me this. Been around some championship teams. Right, so you tell me this because yeah. you've got championship pedigree. Could we do anything in your estimation this season – yeah. That would make us championship contenders this season. Yeah, I'm sure there are deals out there that we can make that will make a, make us championship contenders this season, sure. Gosh, um, I would love for you to make some suggestions because for me, I'm Rob Palenka, I actually don't see us being able to move enough and get enough to make a championship run this year. So you so, don't want to you don't want to trade the picks is what you're saying. Right, but more importantly, LeBron, what I really want to do is this. I want to make sure that your last two years are the best two years that you've had as a Laker. And if you'll just work with me, get through this season, take off as many nights as you like, okay? Um, but work with me this year. Know that we're all going to work hard to, to, to make sure your last two years are the best. But we got to get through this year because the rust thing that you brought to me, that you kind of forced on me, it hasn't worked out. Okay, well, can I interrupt here real quick? Because, oh, you know, this is now, you're out of character? You're no, no, I'm LeBron character? against Oh, you're, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. LeBron. Do you mind if I interrupt here for a second? No, just, feel just, free, please, I mean, LeBron. Yeah, we, we suggested players. One of them was Russ. You also made the deal. So it's not like, you know, we, we held you at gunpoint or anything or tied you up, uh, you know, or, or, you know, any of that. We didn't put the cell phone to your ear, you know what I mean, to make that deal. So uh, it is what it is. And by the way, that was now, you know, two seasons ago, technically. Right, but I was trying to make you happy. Yeah, I, I get it. And you know what else would have made me happy last season if we wouldn't have had Russ this offseason? And that didn't happen. And by the way, didn't you also just say at a press conference a couple weeks ago that you will trade both those picks because you will do whatever it takes to make good uh, with 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 the team and us since yes. I yes. committed to signing the extension? Yes. Yes. So if, if that's the case, then what happened to that? No, it's still on the table. It's just not for this season. No, no, but you said it would be like like not... You didn't say it was for like next season. Well, you're signed for two more years after this one, so okay. I'm trying to I'm trying to get you. Well, technically, I'm not signed for two more seasons. I'm only signed for one more season beyond this one because it's a one and one. I don't know if you remember that. You're no, the GM. Fine. You should probably know the fine print. No, you know what? That'd be great. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Why don't you play this year, play next year, and then do whatever it is you have to do to go on, so that we can actually move our organization forward. That'd oh, be nice. really? Yeah. Oh, really? And do you yep. believe you'll be here in that scenario? Well, I don't know if I will or I won't, but I've got a long-term contract, so if Jeannie decides to fire me, I'm just going to take my money and go off and you mm. know, ride off into the sunset. But mm. I have a nice contract. Yeah, good luck getting a new GM job after that. Though. Yeah, I don't, I'm not going to need one. Yeah, okay. I'm not going to need one. Just I'm going to be sitting there enjoying you know, all that money for being yeah. fired. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, you know what? It was. Uh, I would say it was nice talking to you, but it yeah, it was nice so. chatting with you. It's nice. We should do this more often. Yeah, no, it really wasn't that nice. So. We should get yeah. together, you yeah. and me. All right, no, I'll, I'll see you. Bye. And that's the way it ends. Probably. Not can't, really, but... You know. Can't get on the same page, George. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're lying. You lied to me. Who, me, Rob? Yeah, you lied, Rob.
You told the you told the media that you would trade those picks. Yeah, I'm willing to trade them. Yeah, just I'm not. I just don't think I'm going to trade them for two guys that aren't going to make us championship contenders. Well, I mean, there are guys. Go make it happen. Figure it out. That's who do you want job. me to get? Tell me who you want me to no, get. No, it's your job, just bro. Just go figure ahead. Just say it. Please say F- it. Figure it out. Tell me you want Kyrie. Just say figure it. Figure it I out. I read the Chris Haynes report. You want Kyrie, don't you? Figure it out. We're That's not bringing job. Kyrie here, LeBron. It's your, Sorry. It's your, it's your job. Figure it out. We're not bringing Kyrie here. Figure it out. I, I got to go now. Bye. All right. Later. Hope you're healthy. Get to the training room. How's your groin? <laughs> I wonder if I wonder if seriously, like there's anybody that thinks that maybe the mistake the Lakers have made is getting into bed with LeBron beyond this year. Like everybody thought you got to sign him and where's he going to go? He's not leaving. But I wonder if if anybody thinks, you know what? Making this commitment to him is kind of comparable to the Rams making this commitment to Stafford. We're watching these guys get older. They're not likely to be getting better. So you're committing to guys long-term who are in the twilights of their career. Why do organizations do that? In the case of LeBron, it's because it's a business transaction for both parties, him and for the Lakers. For the Rams, they wanted to get rid of Jared Goff. They wanted to get a better quarterback. They got everything they wanted out of that quarterback. But the next three or four years with Matthew Stafford, George, what if it's really bad, like this year bad? Like, what if it never gets back to Super Bowl contention? Then you you look at these signings and you go, why did we sign these older dudes to these long-term big-money deals? And I wonder if anybody has any regret about the LeBron signing. I, I don't know. I don't, have, I don't know if anyone has a regret. I do think that LeBron is still good enough that you can win a championship around him if you build the roster right. Right, but the whole problem is, is that most people thought, myself included, that he's LeBron so he can carry guys. No, no, but you don't need to carry. He doesn't need to carry anymore. If you build the roster right, you can still win with him as one of your top two or three guys. I understand what you're saying. I guess what I'm saying is is that back in the day, he was your number one yeah, guy. Yeah, I, I get it, but you got to move on from that, bro. Like that's well, that's you know maybe like, the whole organization should move on from that because if he's not the number one anymore, then why do you have him? He's been telling you for two years he wants Anthony Davis to be the number one. Okay, and we've had this discussion. Can he? Will he? Can he stay healthy enough to be? I mean, I, those are interesting questions, I'm sure, but you know those are not for those are not for anyone to answer. But Anthony Davis. Well, and the answer will come at the end of the year. And by the way, and by the way, it's also on the front office to say to make that decision. And if that if they don't believe that's the case, figure out how to how to make the roster better then. All right, let, let's go back to roles for one second. I'm going okay. to be back, Rob, and you go back to being LeBron. I want to p- post okay. something to you. All right. Hey, all LeBron, right. it's yeah. Rob. I forgot to ask you this when oh, we were together. Yeah. I'm, all right. Sure. Go ahead. How would you feel mm-hmm. if I told you that I'm willing to make a big trade? Yeah. But that big trade includes moving Anthony Davis. Are you okay with that? Hmm. What are we getting back? Okay, I don't know yet. What I'm asking you is, what I'm asking you is, if we trade Anthony Davis in an effort to get better. Right. Are we getting like Kevin Durant? I don't know yet. Okay. I'm working on it. Yeah. Then it's got to be something of that, somewhat of that caliber. Okay. So so we agree that moving Anthony Davis is not a non-starter. It's on the table. If you're moving Anthony Davis, it has to be for another mega superstar type. Okay, and you're and you're open to you that. can't just move Anthony Davis for like Zach Levine or whatever to Chicago or whatever. Like you I, can't do that. Rob. I understand, Sorry. but but you're open to trading Anthony Davis, right? If you get me Kevin Durant, sure. Okay, just wanted to make sure we're on the same page. That's all. Yeah. 
Just want to make sure you and me are on the same page because I don't want to trade Anthony Davis and then have you come to me. By and go, the way, hey, I don't know, hey. Rob, if you saw this story, but Lamar Odom said he would trade Anthony Davis and a first round pick for Kevin Durant. Okay, I would do that. I would do that too. Yeah, I just also don't think I don't know if the Nets would do that personally. But. Well, I'm going to call him, find out. Okay, why don't you do that? All right, I'll get nice back talking to you. you. Not Thank really, you but I'll talk to you later. Later. Yeah. Why do you always have to say mean things on the way out the door? <laughs> I mean, can't you just be like, "Hey, nice talking to you." Nice talking to you. Yeah, and then you're like, not really. Yeah. Come on, LeBron, yeah, don't I mean, be like that. Just being honest. Don't be like that, LeBron. <laughs> I bent the knee and everything. Uh, asking yeah, yeah, for your permission for crying out loud. All right. You know what we're getting to next, Cappy? Tell me, tell me. Your favorite subject. The Chargers. Oh, I thought it was me. Well, beyond you. The Chargers and the Niners. Niner fans got to be excited. I'm feeling good if I'm the Niners. And I don't think I'm feeling all that bad if I'm the Chargers. Oh, I'm good sure, loss. Uh, oh, no, not a good loss. I'm just looking at the rest of the schedule. Um, but I'm, I will tell you why more so in more detail on the other side. We'll get to that. Cappy, I'm sure we'll have plenty of thoughts. Uh, but first, Million Dollar Monday, man. Don't forget to stick around when you hear the cue to call. It'll be your chance to win tickets to the Seahawks and Rams on December 4th at SoFi, and you get a shot at a million bucks. Basically, if you are the seventh caller and on the queue to call, you win the tickets, that's your first prize. Then after that, you give us your Super Bowl prediction, the two teams and the score for each team. If you nail it, Cappy's coming to your house and giving you a suitcase full of a million dollars. Not a national contest, legitimate local deal. We got you, okay? So that could be coming up any moment, so stick around. 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. All right, Million Dollar Mondays, as we talked about earlier, your chance to win a million dollars. When you hear the cue to call, be caller number seven. We have Robert Fuentes on the line. He wins Ram Seahawks tickets, and he gets his shot at a million bucks, he's got to give us the two teams that will be in the Super Bowl and the score for each team. Robert, congratulations on the tickets, my man. Nice. And uh, Thank you, sir. you got it, brother. So now give us the two teams you think will be in the Super Bowl and the score for each team. And if you nail it, Cappy, maybe even I, maybe both of us will come together and we will deliver you a million dollars. Come on, dude. Go out on a limb. Right, Do something creative. Okay, let's go Philly. 28-31, Buffalo. Okay, so Buffalo 31, Philly 28? Correct. I like right. that pick. The Buffalo Bills 31, Philadelphia Eagles 28. 
Robert Fuentes in L.A. We got you locked in, brother. We're going to put you on hold, okay? Congratulations Thank on you, the sir. tickets. Appreciate nice it. Job, Robert. Enjoy the Rams-Seahawks game. All right. Listen every day. There you go. I don't hate that pick. Buffalo 31, Philadelphia 28. Yeah. Me neither. Remember earlier in the week or in the season, everybody was picking the Rams? Yeah, not so much anymore. No, Yo, I need him to win. Out. Yeah, he said that if he wins, he'll share it with me and Laura. Okay. Oh, wow. Now we're pulling, definitely he, pulling for he him. He probably <laughs> has like the best prediction so far, I think. I'm with it. Let's go. Our show. Let's go. And right now, Philadelphia is leading 14-10 over Washington. Anybody watch Monday Night Football or am I alone? You're alone. You're alone. No, you're alone. I'm not watching. Yeah. 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 I'm flipping around watching NBA. Yeah, what, what game are you watching? Uh, I was on Phoenix a moment ago. They were playing the Heat. And then, where am I now? Oh, it's on commercial right now. What am I watching here? Uh, I'm watching NBA. Pistons Raptors because that's a tight one with four minutes to go. That's what I'm watching on Pistons, even though no Kate Cunningham, which is interesting. Yeah. But I love the I love the Pistons. They're like a super young team that I think is going to be good in like two years. Now I'm watching the Clippers and the Rockets. Uh, no, I'm not actually. Um, it's I don't know if it's halftime. live. I have no idea. I mean, I'm no, just it's like, halftime I, right now. I, went, though, like, so I, told, I, I talked to my remote. I went NBA. Yeah, and it just yeah, popped no, up. But Paul George, I know, is I was flipping to it earlier. He started like oh of six, um, but they uh, he's hit a few shots here and there now since, but. Um, he had a rough start, even though he had played really well the last couple of weeks. So. I'm watching the Lakers and the Nets. It's 42-31 Lakers. Good job, Anthony Davis. Way to go, man. Yeah, no, that's a replay. Yeah. Oh, that's from uh, this is last night's game. Oh, my bad. Yeah, you're being NBA. I just love talking to this remote. Why, why do you? Why, but why do you lower your voice like I do, that? Because I don't want you to hear me doing it. NBA. NBA. But it's not like we don't hear you doing Oklahoma City and Boston. NBA. Talking you to your remote, great. Cappy. No, I don't have a league pass. Oh, so what is it, how is it getting you to those games then? Uh, let's see. Oklahoma City and N- is uh, Oklahoma City and Boston is on NBA TV. Oh, there you go. Okay. And then I think that the Clippers game against Houston might be on like a Bally Sports or something. No, no, like that, that yeah, that's a Bally Sports. So you'll get yeah. that one. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's how I'm watching. Okay. NFL. By the way, the Thunder are leading the Celtics right now. <laughs> I know it's still wait a long time to go, but NFL. That's funny. Yeah, your voice for that. Wait, is check so this one out. Let me see if this works. Let me check this out. Yeah, go. Manning cast. I wonder if this will actually work. Man- Ted no, Lasso. It came up as Manny, Manny cast. Try it no. again. All right, here we go. Manning cast. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. There it is. Oh, there you it. go. There you I go. I got it. I just found Captain. out yesterday that my car, when I talk to it, it does these things. Like, I could be like, play Taylor Swift, and it'll just start playing Taylor Swift off my phone. Yeah, I girl. I could do that. Yeah. My car T-swizzle. does that. Yeah. I wonder if it works if I ask for T-Swizzle. I'll have to try that. T-Swizzle in the house. I was listening to T-Swizzle this morning on my way to get my daughter's driver's license. It was getting her hyped. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So excited again. Congratulations to Julia. Thank you. She got a perfect score. Yeah. Uh, Perfect score is impressive. Very. I was impressed. Yeah. Uh, All right, Cappy. Were you impressed by the Niners? The Niners and Chargers. Where do you rank these teams in their respective playoff pictures at the moment? Um, the Niners are emerging because... Well, like that. That's an excellent uh, phrase to use. Thank that. you. Thank you. Yeah. I was trying to compare them to a stock, you know? Yeah. Uh, the Niners are emerging because their record is such that they need to. They're 5-4. and four. They went into that game yesterday at 4-4. Four and four, yeah. But I think if you ask most people around the NFL, they would consider San Francisco amongst, you know, Philadelphia, Minnesota, um, the best teams. Maybe you throw in Dallas, 
Um, I, I wouldn't have thrown in Green Bay. I, I just, I guess what I'm saying is I would say that most people think San Francisco is the best team, at least in the NFC West. I generally would concur with that. But you had to win this game last night at home against the Chargers, who are a, they're sort of a middle-of-the-pack playoff contender. They're in the playoff picture, are the Chargers. But, George, do you know, and, and I, I love to do this because I know that so many people love to hype the Chargers. They get caught up in the quarterback, the uniforms, the cute little head coach, you know, all the talent. They got the best talent in the NFL. They got the best roster. And then what happens is it all falls apart as the year goes on. You know that that's where we are right now with the Chargers. They can keep a game close, even with a ton of guys out, but they just don't have enough to win because, generally speaking, everybody's hurt. Well, look, they have um, they have kept it close with Kansas City, and they have usually, it seems like recently, they have split fairly uh, regularly with Kansas City. They lost the first one in uh, close fashion. That was the game that Herbert got hurt. And you and I and Lindsay Baseball were watching the game in Manhattan Beach. That's when you uh, we went to the creamery after. Instead of getting ice cream, you got uh, a milkshake. The yeah. 10 but scoop ju- chocolate But, but just to be clear, yeah. a milkshake starts with ice cream. It does. It does. Yeah. No, I know. Um, so they've got Kansas City next. Okay. Toast. At home. Toast. Yeah. yeah. I mean, toast. I mean, they've been right in it. Then they got at Arizona. Yeah. No they great can win shakes. That game. They can win that game. Yeah. At Las Vegas. You can easily win that game. They got Miami at home. That's a tough one. They're not going to win that game. Tennessee at home. That's a tough one, too, but they should win that game. Very tough game. Now, their their defensive line, the Chargers, is so beat up, and teams can run all over them. Yeah, if Derrick Tennessee, Henry, yeah, big right, yeah. If Tennessee comes in with their regular running game with Derrick Henry, yeah. he'll, run, he'll rush for 250 yards. So, can we quote you on that? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, then they got at Indy. That's a win. Could be. Who yeah. knows what Indy might be by then? Against the Rams. That's not looking that tough right now. No, they should be able to beat and the Rams. And that's on Sunday Night Football, but I think that might get flexed out. It's getting flexed in a big way. Yeah. Uh, and then add Denver to end the season. Okay, and it's a winnable game. So, so the they've Chargers... got how many winnable games here? One, two, three, four, five winnable games left. If they get five wins, how many wins do they have right now? They have five. Uh, five. So yeah, ten wins gets them in the playoffs, dude. Probably, probably. so. I mean, they're, they're yeah. right there in the playoff picture. Yeah. The problem with the Chargers is, and it's the same every single year, bar none. Bar none. They cannot stay healthy. Mm-hmm. And then you have to ask yourself the question, yeah. why is that? Right. I mean, Is it because they're cheap right. with like, their training staff? If, if it happens in one year and everybody gets hurt, you're like, oh, man, that's just a rough year. Like yeah. the Rams right now are having a really rough year because their best offensive linemen retired and the rest of their offensive linemen all got hurt. Now you can't run. Now you can't protect the quarterback. By the way, one of your playmakers is still making plays, although Cooper Cup's now hurt. And OBJ wasn't there, and Van Jefferson wasn't there, and Robert Woods was traded away to Tennessee. So there's a lot of reasons why things have gone bad for the Rams. But for the Chargers, it's the same old story. Joey Bosa's out probably for the year. Their yeah. best offensive lineman, Rashawn Slater, is out all for the year. They went into free agency, and they got their prize piece, this guy, J.C. Jackson, who's a defensive back from, from New England. He's, He's hurt, out yeah. for the year. Yeah. Mike Williams was out last night. They're one of their best receivers. Keenan Allen's been out pretty much the whole season. They can't stay healthy. Why? Por qué? Because it's the same old story. Their ownership is so cheap that they don't do every last thing that it takes to build a championship team. And so when guys get hurt, 
You know, it's not like T.J. Watt in Pittsburgh. They find a way to get that guy back out on the field. Doesn't happen like that with these guys. And now with the Niners, I look at their schedule, and actually they have a favorable favorable schedule uh, down the stretch too. Arizona, that's a winnable game. New Orleans mm-hmm. at home, that's a winnable game. Uh, Miami at home. Well, they got a lot of home games left. Uh, Miami at home. I mean, it's tough a game, winnable game, but winnable, winnable. I, winnable at home for yeah. sure. Yeah. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Thanks, Christopher. Take it away, Linz. Thanks, Sedano. Super excited to be doing Big Deal or No Deal. Super excited. Starting with uh, Odell Beckham Jr., who is in the news today. A lot of legal stuff going on today, I've noticed. Weird day. Uh, So he's suing Nike, actually. The free agent wide receiver posted about it on social media last night, saying that Nike hasn't honored his endorsement deal. His initial deal with Nike expired in 2017, and he almost switched to Adidas, but Nike matched their deal to keep him, something that he said that he was really happy about. But now, Odell is alleging in his lawsuit that Nike is willfully withholding millions of dollars and inventing excuses not to pay him. Without getting hmm. into like the nitty-gritty of the details, OBJ said that he's missed out on about $20 million. The way that the deal was set up, he said, made it nearly impossible to trigger extensions and bonuses. So is Odell suing Nike right now a big deal or no deal? Cap, you go first. I'm going to say no deal. Um, now, I would reserve the right to change my mind if I knew all of the nitty-gritty the details that we're, that we're not talking about, per se. But, I mean... What is Nike not a reputable company when it comes to paying their superstar athletes? There, there's got to be something in here. There's got to be some reason why Nike's choosing not to pay Odell. I mean, I literally, I, 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 this first I'm hearing of the lawsuit. But is there any juice well, at all? He tweeted about it and like kind of like got into like the details of it. And then somebody also tweeted out, like some reporter tweeted out like his official contract. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like he has like a legit case. I don't know why they would be like willfully withholding all this money from him. But my guess is like he went from being a huge superstar to like getting injured and not playing. And I don't know, maybe because he wasn't playing. I don't know how that stuff works. But. I do. I do wonder if maybe in the contract it says, look, if you are missing X number of games, uh, or percentages, you know, we don't, we reserve the right to, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm just trying to figure out why would they not? If it's, if they've got a contract with the guy, he's still a big star. He's still going to play for somebody. Well, Apparently it's over alleged glove and footwear violations during last season when he was with the Rams, something Beckham has denied. Beckham said his custom gloves have never been an issue and that Nike failed to give him cleats that match the Rams colors. Well, that's what he's saying. He thinks it's because like he was, 
you know, he was he was like doing all the uniform violations. He thinks, but if they extended him back, no, 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 that's what TMZ is reporting. That's not what he's saying. Well, if that's I mean, the case, maybe he's also saying the same thing, but that's what they're reporting. That, yeah, for last yeah. season, but he's saying like in yeah. total, there's like twenty million dollars that they owe him, and they they haven't paid him. Yeah. I don't like to watch this play out, but I don't know, man. It's, I mean, if you're Nike and you've got to deal with Odell Beckham, got to be a real reason why you've chosen not to pay him. There's a guy, the guy that tweeted out his contract is Brendan Dunn. I'll, I'll tweet out the story link to it because he has like the whole, the actual contract because it says like confidential. I'm sure he got it from his agent or something. But it's interesting that he's choosing now to sue him, especially when he has yet to sign with the team. I don't know, would that make like a team more like, hesitant to sign him when he's going through like legal trouble with Nike do you think or does it not matter yeah and I don't have an issue with it at all because first of all if it was on if, if you know pun intended if the shoe was on the other foot Nike would it, dispense all their attorneys if yeah. necessary so if he feels like his he's being his rights are being violated uh, you know regarding the terms of his contract then he should absolutely sue them that's it crazy. pretty simple crazy crazy big deal it could be a bigger deal but I would say just like big deal just a uh, deal. All right, what's next? All right, so Mike Tyson's cannabis company is doing big things with his former rival, Evander Holyfield. The two are teaming up as business partners with Holy Ears, which is an edible cannabis product. <laughs> That's awesome. And take off of their infamous moment where Tyson bit a chunk of Holyfield's ear off during the 1987 heavyweight title fight. They posted their first commercial today on social media in which the two are exchanging Christmas gifts. Here is a short clip of that. You go first. You go first. No, you go first. All right. You go first. Okay, okay, I'll go first. Here you go. What's this? I'm glad we ironed things out. He gave him an iron. Now, I got you a gift. What is this? I got you your ear. No, it's not. This ain't my ear. <laughs> yes, it is. Cherry pie punch filling. My ears don't taste like cherry pie. Yes, they do. My ears don't. Yes, they do. Man, they don't. Yes, they do. No, I don't. Yes, they do. Why I ate your ear, I should know. Well, you're right. So that's great. Funny, cute little commercial. The whole thing is on Twitter. Uh, but do you guys think that it's a big deal that these two, of all people, are partnering up on a line of ear-shaped cannabis gummies? Is that a big deal or no deal, Cappy? I'm gonna say no deal. It's not because it's not like a big deal, but it is very cute. I feel it's, like it is. It's very funny. I love these two guys working together. I love the two of them taking advantage of what is such a legendary moment. You said that happened in 87. Are we? Yep. Is that when that happened? 1987? Mm-hmm. I don't... Really? So, uh, maybe it's 1997. Maybe it was... Yeah, that sounds a little more like yeah, it. Yeah, you're but, right. But the no, point it was is, 97, yeah. Yeah, the point is, is that that happened 25 years ago. Yeah. But that is one of the most infamous moments in sports history. So it's kind of like a band that's touring way, way, way after their, their prime, but they're still playing the songs people want to hear. Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield are playing the songs that people want to hear. I think this is hilarious. I love it. I would even go out and buy some of those gummies. I kind of want do to, it. too. Are they out? Uh, yeah, out? I think it. I think it's great. I think it's. I, I think it's a big deal because I think it, to look at the reaction you just got out of Cap. That's what you want, right? And that mobilizes people to get the product, and you're good that way, basically. I love how he's like, "Oh, your ear tastes like cherry pie." And he's like, "No, it doesn't." And he's yeah, like, yes, I ate. Does. I ate your ear. I know what it tastes like. I you don't. You haven't eaten your ear. I ate your ear. By the way, one of the uh, the. Uh, 
the the suits here at uh, GKB, Good Karma Broadcasting, just sent me a text. It says, Tyson and Holyfield sound like uh, the old guys in the barbershop and coming to America. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. do. They do sound like, he'd be Joe Lewis's ass. Yeah. He did whoop Joe Lewis's ass. Uh, it does <laughs> sound like that. But yeah, look, man, if you got like... If you got someone like Cappy mobilized, ready to buy ear gummies, then go ahead and do it. Like, you've done your job. I love it. Big deal. I had gummies on Saturday night. I haven't had gummies in a really did, long time. Did, oh, wait. I thought you gave up cannabis. Well, I had. I had. And then I took my life insurance test and you know cleaned myself out and everything. Right. Uh, but what about the diet portion of it? Because you said that you eat too much food when you have the cannabis. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's still an ongoing problem. But I did have some gummies on Saturday night. And man, it was fun. I haven't done them in a really long time. <laughs> Yeah, it was fun AF. Yeah, yeah. And especially if you haven't done it in a long time. Right. It was so fun. Trust me. Knowingly, I see she was walking out of the Hey, you want a little okay, bite of this? You want a little yeah, bite yeah, of this? I dumped it till you know it's not You just say that. You're so weak. No, I just no, don't want to get just, you in trouble. You just don't want to get you in trouble, yeah. bro. I'm not in any you. trouble. I'm all good. I'm okay. not in any trouble. It's a cute thing. People, I know, but people can take things the wrong way, and you just got to right. be careful. Take everything it's all good. The wrong way. It's all good. I know. People take the simplest thing the wrong way. Trust, Cappy. Trust. When Laura says trust. When she says trust, I just shut down. I'm yeah. like, oh, hey, I got to trust. Trust. Yeah. Exactly. And we got trust. you. Just yeah. trust. I got you. Trust. Just trust. On God for real. Yeah. All right. Last one, Lindsay. Go ahead. All right. So, Cap, I don't know if you'll care much about this, but Sedano, I need to get your take on it. And, you yeah. know, I need yours too, Cap, in case you do care. <laughs> <laughs> I just well, feel like what the hell are we I just, talking I just about? I can't like wait to hear this. UFC stuff. You feel like, I feel like. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. You know. Izzy Adesanya, man. He was. I mean, real quick, I don't know if that's what you're going to talk about. He was winning that fight, and then, like, I, that's the beauty of the UFC. Out of nowhere, yep. that thing just flipped on its head. Yeah, that was crazy. I feel like that's happened. That's the second time it happened to him. His last fight, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah. he was winning the whole time, and then, man, dude needs to, like, work on his dur- endurance or something. But during the uh, UFC event, UFC 281, UFC fighter John Jones was tweeting away, and a fan tweeted at him asking who he's going to fight next. And he responded, quote, I'm preparing to fight Stipe December 10th in Las Vegas. Not really sure what's going on between Stipe and UFC, but I'm ready to compete. I'm going to control what I can and stay in shape. He said, I'm bringing all the heat at Stipe Miocic, and I got that fire you could never put out. Sign the contract. Hashtag UFC 282. Well, Stipe has been completely quiet since he lost the heavyweight title to Francis Ngannou last March. And Ariel Helwani recently said on his podcast that he wouldn't be surprised if Stipe never fought again. So is this whole situation with John Jones calling out Stipe, Stipe being completely like radio silent, and then Hawani saying he thinks his career could be over. Is this all a big deal or no deal? Sonata? I mean, it is a big deal in this sense that everyone's been waiting for John Jones to come back and fight. And they all, the assumption is if he's going to fight, he's going to come back as a heavyweight. And that Stipe Miocic is the exact type of fighter that he should fight in his first fight as a heavyweight um, because it's a real challenge. Um, and it's, but it's not for the heavyweight championship because of, as you just pointed out, he's no longer the champion. So, um, I, I think it's enough of a fight that it will get people interested on top of the fact that it's already a John's Jones fight. So people will be interested. Um, I, I think it's a big deal, but I also thought that Stipe was kind of dormant in regards to his fighting career, but you never know for the right amount of money and I mean, people change their mind. I don't think there's any I mean, question he, about he, that. What's weird is that like, he just kind of like. Um, Helwani said, like, he just kind of, like, 
rode off into the night and like disappeared like he didn't say anything like hey guys i'm retiring or this is my last fight he just kind of like went completely silent so by the way dana white uh did chime in and said that they've never had a steve amiocha john john jones fight lined up but the hot rumor is that's who the uh, those are who the opponents would be in a john jones return which makes sense because if they fight then the winner of that should fight francis for the title Right. And is John Jones coming back to UFC, or is he coming back to the no, sport it would be of a UFC fight. Yeah, okay. he, he's been back in UFC. He was just banned for a while. or suspended. Right, but he hasn't fought in a yeah. long, long time. Yeah, yeah, he was just suspended for PDs or, what, or drugs or something. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah. Well, I'll just say this. The big deal part of it for me is wanting to see John Jones fight again. There you go. I feel like a lot of people want to see that. Yeah, I'd like to see what happens. Because how long has it been? It's been a long two, time. Two years? Yeah. Uh, easily I can't yeah, even remember who the last longer. fight last time he fought I can't tell you who he well, fought or you know with like COVID happened. I feel like there's a <sighs> part of time think. that just disappears you have to be like pre-COVID like that's like two years that feels like a month and five years uh, at the same time John Jones's last fight I'm gonna look this up um, last fight uh, UFC 247 February of 2020 so right before COVID so yeah damn yeah, so Dominic we're Reyes. pushing three years here yeah Dominic Reyes is who he fought yep so there you have it. It's been a long time. It was literally like four days before COVID, February 8th. It was crazy. Yeah. All right. That is Big Deal or No Deal each and every day at 6.30. Sometimes a little earlier, sometimes a little later. Usually later than earlier. That's for sure. All right. Coming up next, final segment. Cappy, we got bold predictions, and there's a bold one when it comes to USC. We'll tell you what it is next. Loving you always, I'll wait patiently to see you in heaven. Mm. This was a good jam back in the day. This is music. There it is. It is music. Yeah, you're right. Captain, I honestly you don't know this song. You don't- No, <laughs> be quiet. No, for no. reals. Boys to Men and Mariah? Don't know it. This this song Seriously? was like the number one single for Forever. literally like eighteen months straight. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't it was know a it. I feel, it I feel was a, it really was a huge hit. I feel hard. No doubt. I feel so bad. You should. Huge, this song huge just hit. came and went. I I missed it completely. What? Uh, let me You're see. joking. How, what year was that? What year, Chris? Say. What year was that? Nineteen ninety-five. Yeah. yeah. Hold on. Let me see. One sweet day. How long did it last in the charts? Because I am now curious about this. So let me see. It. Um, let me see. I'm literally it, listening to the song, going, I don't know this song. Yeah, One Sweet Day, Mariah Carey, Boys to Men. Boys By the way, we have some interesting Dwight Howard stuff he said about the Lakers uh, with Shannon Sharp in the Club Shay Shay podcast. Uh, let me see. The Billboard spent 16 weeks atop the Billboard Hot 100. You know it's what, still uh, the longest. The longest, longest one. number one. Yeah, longest running number one song in the charts history at the time. A record held for 23 years. You know what months those were in 1995, George? Yeah, but by the way, so it was surpassed, obviously. Hmm. Trying to think of where I was in '95 that that song would get by me. Yeah. Now, do you know what it was surpassed by? Lynn's? Something really dumb. Yeah. What was it? I don't know. Yeah. Like it was not Al? a great song. I don't love this song like what that. What song? Tell me. Laura, you want to guess? 
Mm. I'm trying to think like 1995. It's ni- the song was made in in 2019. Oh, so oh, well, recent. Oh, and it oh, broke that wasn't record. Was it a Bieber song? No, no, no. The Mariah Carey song. No, was but I'm 95. saying it was yeah, was Bieber like the one that broke it? No, it wasn't Bieber. Oh, was it like a uh, BTS? No, it wasn't BTS. Taylor Swift? How about like how about like one of those songs like uh, "Who Let the Dogs Out"? Like something really dumb. That's I mean, it, it's not that. Twenty nineteen, Cappy. It's not. <laughs> he's oh, twenty nineteen. He means like yeah, a but song I'm thinking like about that. songs like that. You oh, know? Yeah, okay. It, it, I was like, now it, it, you're not. It's not crazy what you said, even though obviously it's not the song. Mm. But um, "Old Town Road." Oh, I get that. Uh, I get that. Old Town Road. Yeah, but that Road. song's not good. It's not. But somebody's gonna have to sing it for me. I don't know it. Take me down I think to I have the old time road. Oh, I know that song. Yeah. And like Lil Nas X was in it, like mm. the remix version. I don't know if this is this is it, right? Yeah. Well, this is yeah, a song. Yeah, yeah, this I don't know if this is the. This it, it it picks up and it's like, yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. This is a catchy tune. Not gonna yeah, lie. Yeah, but not. It, it shouldn't be the all time leading. Yeah. No. 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 Knocking out the other one is like, yeah. uh, but it goes back to show huge. you what I tell you. You know, music back then was music. Now it's like, eh. yeah, eh. it's different. Uh, anyway, real quick, Cappy, there's that. Uh, Lindsay sent me these um, bowl predictions. And according to this bowl prediction, they got USC in the college football playoff. Really? Yeah. They got well, USC taking on Ohio State at the Fiesta Bowl woo-hoo. and Georgia taking on TCU. So Boy, it'll, that'd be the, great. it'll be the Hungarian Heat versus the rest of the city. Hey, King. Oh, you're going to need those ticks, aren't yep, you, Queen? Yep. Yep, you are. You know anybody at the Fiesta Bowl in Glendale? No, but I know the right guy at USC. Yeah, oh. USC. Oh, that's true. Oh, I forgot about Please. that. Yeah. 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 I mean, although listen, we should go to that. I yeah. was going to say, what's the date on that? No, it's New Year's Eve, bro. We ain't going to that. I'm, yeah. I'm going to that. I'll I go to the, if it's I ain't going to New Year's Eve, Eve in, in Glendale. No offense. Like, right. I, I, I don't do New Year's Eve anymore. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm an old person who watches TV. Same, on but to go yeah. see a like national championship game? What do you think, Cappy? What do you think? Well, let's see. New well, Year's Rachel Eve. probably already has plans. Can we go in the bony box? She does, actually. She does. You know what? I just thought of it, George. No, forget it. I'm out. Yeah, she's see? gonna like New Year's Eve, right? She's yeah, like, we, oh, we're, we're going to a party. We no, no, we're gonna be we're gonna be a mammoth. We're gonna we've already made plans. Oh, there you go. But you can get Lindsay. Uh, we didn't make plans. She made plans, and you're going along with them. <laughs> True. Mm-hmm. True. Can I go as your but, representative, Cap? But possible, but yeah. Laura, this is kind of a good thing. You ready? I mean, I'm not mad at it. No, I'm just saying, cool. you know. No, listen. We we actually yesterday was it yesterday? No, no. It was Friday night. We were out for a little dinner. She and I. We were sitting at a bar. We both had our phones out. People were probably yeah. looking at us, going, "What are these two people doing?" We yeah. were calendaring. So calendaring, we were, putting yeah. your dates together. Yeah, yeah, we were planning. So, yeah. like for example, uh, December twenty sixth, Monday, the day after Christmas, through that Friday, the thirtieth. There's like three Laker games that week. There's a lot of bowl games. There's like the yeah. company holiday. We're going to be a mammoth that week. Yeah, Monday is the second, and that's a company holiday. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I see myself in mammoth throughout the New Year's. Yeah, we're not back to the third. Yeah. Yeah. So I. Yeah. And by and the way, the Lakers are playing that day, so we only have a short show. And I, I know that only because I'm on that game for ESPN. <laughs> yeah, and then we calendar. We're like, okay, we're going to go to Mammoth on uh, in late December. Yeah. When do we want to go in January? Because, you know, we really want to try and get out and ski as much as possible this winter. Yeah. yeah. So we were doing a lot of calendaring. Yeah. Well, good. Um, so USC in this bowl predictor at the moment in the college football playoff against uh, Ohio State. Now, UCLA at the moment in this bowl predictor 
is at the game I did last year. Don't know if I'll do it this year. I did the Alamo Bowl. Last year was Oregon, Oklahoma. This year they're predicting Oklahoma State, UCLA. So for USC, and we mentioned this earlier, it's unfortunate that UCLA lost this past weekend against Arizona because it's an unranked sub-500 Arizona team. So losing that game hurt USC because USC needed UCLA to be better so that USC theoretically could win that game and hopefully advance to the playoff. The only thing that, that might get USC in, and I hope that it does, one, you've got two games left, UCLA and then Notre Dame. And then you've got the championship game in the conference. If you can run the table and you're a one-loss USC team, there's so much hype around USC, around the coach, around the quarterback, around what they did in the transfer portal. It is very conceivable to me they can make it into the playoff. Very conceivable. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. They just got to run the table. So. God, that'd be great. It would be fantastic. It'd be super fun. Um, it's so fun that Lincoln Riley does this in his first year. I know at the beginning of the year, everybody's like, what's your expectations for USC? I'm like, uh, to compete for a national championship right away. No, not right away. You can't possibly. No, right away. He's the coach with the offense. He's got the reputation. He's bringing in all these transfer guys. He's got the right quarterback. Yeah, right away. I'm certainly going to compete for the conference title right away. I uh, look. I I said they had to win the Pac-12. Like that to me was the was the barometer. Like if they did that, I, I felt good about the season. Anything after that is gravy. Well, that's exciting. I mean, just to have USC's name in the ESPN predictors makes anybody who's like part of that committee start to go, oh, you know, USC. Yeah, you know, they, yeah, they've had a really good year. Let's see what they got left. Let's see what they got still coming yeah. up. Yeah. Man, that'd be great. That'd be so fun. Yeah. Well, look, tomorrow's show, I'm going to be doing it from Arizona. Okay. Um, because I've got the Warriors' sons the next night. But uh, we've got some Dwight Howard stuff that we're going to get to tomorrow. He's kind of dishing on the Lakers a little bit. He told Shannon Sharp, we'll have it tomorrow. We'll save it for tomorrow because I feel like we're going to talk a lot about it tomorrow. Um, he he kind of talked about he wanted to come back. They didn't want to bring him back. They didn't want to give multiple years to anybody over 30, according to him. There's a lot of things he's dishing on in regards to the Good. Lakers. Let's hear it. So we'll have all that coming up tomorrow. Um, Cappy. Yes. Excellent work as always. George, outstanding as per usual. Okay. Thank you very much. Uh, Lindsay and Laura, you did a great job as well, as always. And coming up next, oh, the Slee. Slee on the spot. Won't be till this Friday because we don't have another Laker game. But he'll be coming up next with Lakers Talk. Have a great night. We'll talk to you mañana. See you. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.